0: Hello, and welcome to Mr. Suitcase number 14. Hi, this is Eric with Mr. Suitcase. I am getting ready to go in for my first draft of Rise of the Eldrazi. Um, it seems like either blue-white levelers or uh, red green black some combination of those three large accelerated creatures is the way to go. I'll be drafting against my normal style of quick beats. So, I'm very interested to see what what transpires on my first draft with Rise of the Eldrazi and I'll see if I can keep you guys uh tuned into what I do. What? So here's the story of the draft. Um, I opened up with a Palaka Worm. I took that instead, of, and that's the seven-seven trample guy. When he comes to play, I gained seven life. Um, I took him over the uh, five-mana mill artifact thing, um, and passed along some other decent green. Um, so the story of the first pack is that I'm taking him. I'm taking uh, a couple Eldrazi and Oma's Crusher, and a hand of. And uh a nest invader. Um and a couple other things and we're playing a six man pod so that's kind of what goes on there um, At the rest of the pack I pick up a couple umbras like a spider umbra and a boar umbra and uh, start to think that you know I picked up a couple blue cards including um, the frost wind invokers which gives all you guys flying and a regress on the wheel um, and so this tells me that maybe blue is open uh, as well and green starts to dry up late in the pack and I get a couple more blue things, including maybe a Skywatcher Adept or something. I remember all of the, the details of all the packs. Um, pack two, my green is obviously cut off, and blue is not very strong either. It turns out the guy next to me is drafting a blue green deck as well. And uh, we're pretty open at the table, so we're kind of talking a little bit more than we should. And uh, I tell him that I'm refusing to back down off the colors. He also shows no inclination of backing down as well. So, so anyway, I end up the draft with, uh, in the third pack, I get past a Bear Umbra. Absolutely ridiculous. I already have three Invokers, Frostwind, uh, Wild Heart, and... Uh, and another Frostwind. And in the third pack, I have to pass a couple more Eldrazi that I would have liked to take to be able to pick up um, the Bear Umbra and then more of the Eldrazi Spawn Token Generators. My Deck ends up with two regresses, um, two Kazalek predators, two nest invaders, an undue giant, overgrown battlement, and growth spasm. I have one other. I have a, the artifact wall, uh, reinforced bulwark, is my o- only other wall. I end up with four, umbra, four umbras, a drake, spider, bear, and boar to go along with an aura gnarlid. And, uh, a Dreamstone dream Hedron which I took kind of early. So uh, The Almogs Crusher makes the deck and I decide not to put in the Hand of Umicrol, um instead to go with the Skywatcher Adept um, as it looks like uh, my wins are probably going to come with Evasive Flying Guys or Big Umbered Guys. Um, so first round I face Wes. Wes is playing a white-green kind of speed beat you aura deck and uh, first game he's stuck on three mana and or two lands, he gets an Oronar lit out by sacking an uh, Eldrazi drone, and then when I regress that, uh, the game's pretty much over. On, on game two, Wes is playing a... Uh, he's playing out guys, I'm playing out guys, and it comes down to I'm able to outrace him. Uh, my invoker's making my guys fly, it just ends up being too much for him. So... That is that game. Uh, So I win 2-0. Now, during the draft, I'm complaining the entire time about how I hate the set. I don't know how to draft it. And I think my cards suck. So uh, I'm being turned into a liar. Although one of my wins was off a mana screw, so you know. Uh, Second round, I am playing Eric. Uh, He hails from Lafayette, uh, where uh, Kelly Reed is doing uh, quite speculation stuff. And uh, has moved into town recently. And Eric is playing a black-white deck. And um, I'm able to win the race on him a couple times, with uh, my Invokers laying the uh, the last necessary points without him being able to remove my guy at the last moment. He draws the right kind of removal, and uh, the games swing the swing the other way. Closing life totals before I won on each turn was six three in my favor and four seven in his favor. So those were some pretty tight games that uh, I didn't misplay too badly and managed to take out. this brings me up to the guy who was sitting uh, on my left uh, in the same colors as me, uh, Gavin. Gavin is also, of course, playing blue-green and he has four Eldrazi and he has a host of Eldrazi spawn token makers and each each game lands a uh, Ulamog's uh, Crusher, which is what ends up uh, being really the finishing piece uh, it wasn 't until uh, turn six that in my fi- in our final game he beats me two oh by the way uh, in the final game that he we end up having someone actually get points of damage down. So I set up what is going to be my my killer combination here, gave me going before he can. Um, I have Bear umber which untaps my lands on Declaring of Attack, um, equipped to um, the Green Invoker. Um, and the Green Invoker, has, for 8 mana, can go ahead and pump your guy, plus 5, plus 5, and trample. Um, probably the, the single card that was hosing me down the most was the goma zoa he's a one three flying defender guy and all damage dealt to him is uh all combat damage dealt to him is negated Um, so that guy is what absolutely beats me to death because uh, he shuts down my flying attack. because I only have really one guy flying to attack to put pressure on him, and then he's able to a- uh, land Ulmog's Crusher, and the annihilation is just is what does me in. So here I am. I have my Bear Umbra attack to my Invoker on like turn five, and uh, I, I'm swinging in on turns uh, on on that turn. And And I don't have enough to pump this time, but that's fine. Then on his turn, Gavin lays down Narcolepsy. So Narcolepsy uh, makes my guy, so he's going to be tapped at my upkeep every time. So there will be no attacking. There will be no, you know, untapping my lands. There will be no invoking my guy to get around his goma zoa. And that pretty much ends the second game, uh, even though it went on for many turns longer. And that is the story of my first yeah. rise of the Eldrazi draft. Now, mind you, Gavin's one and one at this point, and I'm two and zero. So with the win, he puts himself into first place after declining my draw offer, of course, and. <laughs> And uh, so now I'm waiting to find out whether uh, it's going to be Wes or I in second place. So that's the story of my draft. And uh, hopefully we might be able to hang around and do some EDH afterwards. Adios. Adios. Now for an extra special extra edition, you're going to hear the voice of Gavin, the guy sitting to my left, who wouldn't get out of my colors, and ends up beating me at the end, so here's Gavin to tell you about
1: his draft. Yeah. I definitely would not get out of his colors, because blue-green is just great, and it was such a weird draft, though, because when you open first pack, I'm sitting there with oust, um... Heat Ray, Smite, um, Induced Despair, and Corpse Hatch all in the same pack. I look at it and I see Colsex Predator and I pick it. I figure I'm not going to get sucked into all the ridiculous removal and and just try and go get Eldrazi out. So Eric first picked a Poleka Worm and passes me a Nest Invader, which I take. And after that, I pick a uh, some good blue card. And I'm like, okay, I'm going into blue-green tokens. So I start picking stuff up. I end up getting first pack two uh, champions drakes and two level-up guys. So I'm like, maybe I'll go this way. Second pack, I open a uh, training grounds. And I'm like, wow, I'm going heavy into the levelers, pick up champion drakes. Throughout the rest of the pack I see zero level ups and almost no tokens. I pick whatever tokens I can and all depressed, all I got really was a bear umbra out of the pack. I move to the third pack and I open an Ulamogs crusher, take it. Passed an Ulamogs crusher from Eric, take it. Passed a hand of Colza or er, hand of Emrakul, take it, passed another one, take it. At this spot, I'm in a really good position, sitting with six token producers and four Eldrazi, and end up picking up two Seagate Oracles and a Narcolepsy, which ended up winning me my final game. That would be the layout of my draft, and I lost to Wes, because he is very lucky and stuff. I guess I can't credit him with a whenever. It's just a thing. But that would be the layout of my draft. You know, Wes has to
0: has to be good when people just talk smack about him all the time. <laughs> That's probably going to conclude this episode of Mr. Suitcase. I hope you've enjoyed hearing it and uh, having someone else's take on things as well. So, after the draft, uh, Gavin and uh, one other player decided to stay around, and we played with uh, three of my EDH decks. Now, mind you, these are definitely not tuned decks. They were just pulled-together cards that I had out sorting and stuff while I was working through them. So, the decks that we ended up playing were... uh, Thraxamundar was uh, the other gentleman whose name I do not remember, uh, and uh, Gavin had Olshot the uh, Hate Seed, and uh, I, or sorry, I had Thraxamundar, and uh, the other gentleman had Crush the Blood Braided. So unfortunately for me, my Thraxamundar deck never really got going. I had uh, one of each color of mana-producing lands in my opening hand. But all my spells cost double or triple color. Had I drawn a third blue source um, much earlier in the game, I could have played Cryptic Command to help help with things. As it is, uh, Gavin really controlled the game with an early spawn writhe. And spawn writhe is a 2-2 with trample that if it connects with a player, ends up um, ends up creating a copy of itself. So I was able to keep the numbers down for a little while, but it ended up costing me all of my creatures. The Crush deck, um, it looked like it was going to win for quite a while. But when Gavin got out raid reflection to go along with his spawn rise, giving everything double strike, all his creatures double strike. He really had a, a brutal setup. So, anyway, that was my I mean my first multiplayer experience foray into um, EDH. So um, I'm kind of looking forward to trying these decks out some more. I know one of the things I want to try to do is I want to try to... Um, go ahead and either put in some of the Eldrazi into uh, the Thraxamundar deck um, or uh, I picked up while I was at uh, Newcastle I picked up kind of won an attendance prize kind of thing a really cool uh, deck box it's a clear deck box with, a uh, stamped with Rise of the Eldrazi. And it has, um, a picture of a bunch of people attacking Kozilek Butcher of Truth. And it's ghosted in the front and the back. Well, I've decided that this is an excellent container to put a colorless EDH deck in. So, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm going to end up using um, Karn Silver Golem and building that EDH deck. I'm looking very much forward to giving that a try. And uh, that's that's where I stand on EDH. All in all I had a really fun time drafting. Um I whined I I was the typical magic player whining the entire time as I won one won. So uh that was uh, it was a typical magical, magic experience that was kind of funny in that regard. and uh, But I had a good time playing EDH and had a good time with other stuff. I also talked to uh, Turk, who's a level 2 in the St. Louis area, um, about pursuing my level 1 exam. One of the reasons I did that, I recently passed my rules advisor test. So I haven't decided whether or not for the St. Louis uh, Star City Games, St. Louis, open. If I'm going to pursue level one there or not, but it is one of the th- our level one. But it is one of the things I'm considering. Uh, sorry, level one, not level two. I need to make up my decision pretty pretty fast on that. So this is Eric signing off for Mr. Suitcase number fourteen.